BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, if there's one thing we're not, it's professionals. Oh, okay. yeah. Don't be nervous about <laughs> this one. So, uh, I am I'm nervous. So you're going to fit in just fine. Okay. All right. All right. We're back for, what is it, season four? Season four of this episode, episode two. two. Episode two. I'll give you guys a little sneak peek of who episode three is. <laughs> he might be sitting here today. He's going to be next on the hot seat, ain't he? We got to... We almost got the whole Derby clan here together. Yeah. 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 Got them rounded in yeah, now, don't we? First time in a long time. Yeah. Who else? There ain't no one. Who else we forgetting? From Derby? I'm not even from Derby, but I'll take that clan. We'll claim you for the next hour because we kind of need you. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> See, I always tried to back in the day when we first started. You know, I was trying to be the Derby Dirt Gang. Yeah, you know, we said you're a logger. The Derby Dirt. I don't matter. I'm dirty. It don't matter. He's dirty anyway. So this is a good. This is a good spot to start off logger way. You realize you're responsible for all this? For what? All this. Oh, that's, yeah. It's like uh, here at Christmas and Grandma's sitting there and we all know where we came from. It's kind of like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no. when, when Grandpa seen me. <laughs> it's not that type of podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. The music he chose. Oh. No, I just, you know, I still remember. So for people that don't know, we got a longer wait on the podcast. Which was the Derby Sensation YouTube famous guy for I don't know about any of that. But I remember, what was it? So what year? Did I was you... beating my head around, thumping my head around doing this crap way back when. It was, so what year did you start YouTube? It was like 2011? Something like 11 or 12. I just remember me and you were hanging out a lot more for them because we didn't have kids and craziness and all that yep, stuff. But yep, yep. You told me you were going to start kids. You told me you were going to start YouTube, and I thought, you crazy ass old baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the exact words I had when yeah, you said pretty it? Pretty much exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the exact same thing he told me. Yeah. But yeah, 2011, you started YouTube, and you, I mean, technically you're still going, even though you haven't posted in a while. <laughs> I'll look this morning. I finally got, I haven't looked, I, I closed that. Well, I don't have a laptop, but just for <laughs> just visual, the- I just went, that's the end of that, and walked off. And this morning was the first morning I've even looked at my YouTube since 
And it was six months ago when really? I posted really? my last video. Well, we'll get to that. And now. I haven't even looked at, at YouTube for six months. All right, don't get too far ahead of yourself. So <laughs> we're gonna get around to that. But long story short, if it wasn't for you being crazy and deciding to start YouTube in 2011, I don't think you would have did it in 2015. I don't mm -hmm. think I would have did it in 2018. <clears throat> I don't think he would have did it in 2019. So uh, I always tell everybody, I give you credit for uh, everybody wants to know why I'm on YouTube. Longer ways, <laughs> You remember when George Bush became president, and everybody was like, "If he could be president, I could be president too." You know, that's kind of how my YouTube. I thought that was okay. Exactly. I didn't know where he's gonna go through this. No, no, you know what I'm talking about. Like you'd hear him talk as president, like, "Man, I could be president." Listen to him, you know. And then that's what, and I think that's what, and then YouTube went the same way. I said, "Yeah." That took a U-turn at the end of the road right there. <laughs> I never put President of the United States and YouTube Congress creator on the same platform. <laughs> well, it depends where you put your ego at. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait to say his goal is really high. Yeah, I used to when I turned the camera on. I, nah, so are you Are you blaming the, dis the uh, disappearance of your channel on a terrorist attack? <laughs> <laughs> it felt that way. <laughs> but, all right, let's get on track here. Let's, just to be clear, you and I have been friends way before YouTube. Forever since I got drunk and come down here. Remember? Yeah, was, but even before that, our family. Hell, I remember that. Shirt, shirtless on a four wheeler, like a meat platter or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how country bunkins are. They don't. We never put clothes on until y'all come around. You said, you know, it's like man, these people are putting shoes on and shirts and. We're gonna have to change our getup. Yeah, we well, got you know, neighbors they're, now. They're making derby fancy. Ain't they? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we did. We didn't even. You know, they used to. You know, they'd come around every once in a while, hold one of us down, put shoes on us, and let us up see his buck. Yeah, <laughs> see his buck. <laughs> watch him the... now. Watch him. Watch him. Where's this old Here he goes. I can't move. Oh. <laughs> They moved into this, and then they brought the technicalness to it. Technicalness. Yeah. So you two know each other. You guys went to school together. Me and Chris grew up together. We we've were been uh, we've been high school elementary friends. We were elementary friends. For a second. <laughs> we yeah. was like the nerds of our. We, we was, was the, we the redneck nerds of the redneck nerds. Those two might be good salesmen, but I don't think you're going to sell on the nerd of the. We was nerdy. Yeah, we yeah. just it, we, we, we didn't have like a pocket. We wore the uh, Levi cowboy boots, yep. uh, t-shirt. Yep, and we look at we Tracker magazines. You got to look at the genre of the school. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's sweet. You got to look at on crack. No, no, no. We never had no. a rock in our pocket. No, so <laughs> it scares me that you had to specify that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so you know, probably the fourth or fifth grade, probably where we really took off. I don't know. We was hanging out at yeah. other place. Yeah. I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. We would then because come seventh grade, you go from in Perry Central, you go from elementary to the high school, and you get your locker, and then you got locker partners. Mm. There was two people mm -hmm. per locker. Somehow, I, me and him teamed up every year and got a locker. Well, from seventh grade to twelfth grade, 
Yeah. We were locker partners all through junior high. We don't school. change much. So it's like <laughs> yeah, we the same don't food. Much. We probably like the same, ate the same we food. We done You guys still got a locker together somewhere? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. No, so. I did have it. Our, well, I shouldn't probably tell it, but our senior year, I just ripped the number, the locker number <laughs> off the locker. I and I had it on my keychain for years. I want that number. Get them, boys. <laughs> well, I think they've changed lockers since then. So they probably don't need a back. <laughs> There's one locker out of Prairie Central with duct tape on it and a Sharpie on it with a locker number. <laughs> SWAT team. Oh, anyways. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we played the fifth and sixth grade basketball. I think we both played I was terrible. No, I was too. I said I, I wanted the bench up. He was bigger than I was, though. Yeah, but that don't mean you can play basketball. <laughs> no, you big. I said run real slow. <laughs> <laughs> and that was about the end of that story. <laughs> my fake, my, I shouldn't tell this on us, but when we was kids, his mama would not let him swim. So he never learned how to swim. She was terrified too, wasn't she? She cannot swim either. So she was terrified so he couldn't swim. You know how it was. So then they, we had a pool. So and we, one day, I decided I'm gonna make him swim. I don't know. I don't know why I took this on myself. I didn't realize how strong Chris was until he decided he couldn't swim. I'm surprised we're both alive. <laughs> you, yeah, you was freaking out, and it scared me. Then after he started freaking out, and it scared me. I thought, well, let's what push you him do, in. What did you do the throw him in? Yeah, pretty much. I tricked him. <laughs> I, tricked. I mean, I couldn't push him any bigger than I was, but I tricked him, and in he went. And then next thing you know, he went. You hear him talk about people going, he went crazy. I was like, oh, my God, this was a terrible idea. And I jumped in. I'm trying to, and he's like crawling on top of me. I will get, well, it was on the deep end. <laughs> Wait, wait, sit on the bottom. I'm just like, I'm going down because I can't stay up with him freaking out. So I went all the way down and finally grabbed his feet from the bottom of the deep end and was holding up on him and took him to the ladder while he kicked, tried to kick my head off. <laughs> and yeah. we never tried that again. <laughs> well, we tried it, just not that deep of water. <laughs> Growing up with Chris was the funnest until you made him mad. When you finally made, he could, he was easy going, but when you finally crossed the line, look out. <laughs> so was that your goal in life to see how close you could get to him? At, at times, it, good, it turned out that way, but when you got mad, I'd, I'd go hide until he came out of it. <laughs> I could just see Wade in a whole other room. Well, you did. I'll be fine in a minute. <laughs> Why is the walls coming down? You better let him calm down. <laughs> Give him a space. <laughs> anyway. So then probably... We should know. point out that you live and grew up really close to the mill, too. Yeah, I'm four miles south we of the was, sawmill. Yeah. Yeah. So, Training and you know, the school camps. bus went past the sawmill, and then probably... Yep. Elvin. Seventh, Elvin drove seventh, the bus. Seventh or eighth grade, you know, that's I started getting off the sawmill, and... Sweeping Help some out floors some. Yep, we do some stuff. Stacking some short boards, and we probably screwed up and, <laughs> yeah. you know, getting paid a quarter of an hour to, stacking, to stack, play, you know, but at least they knew where we were. Yeah, you know, stacking, they paid us, they knew where we were. Stacking short boards like riding the short bus, that's what you do until you yeah. graduate. Yeah, until we graduate. It's a process. <laughs> <laughs> but, Have uh, you made it yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm still in the lumber room. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it lasted a I've couple of years. Been staring at that green chain for years. And then, boy, once we got our driver's license, <laughs> everything just kind of went crazy when we got yeah. a driver's license. So. I got girl crazy, and I was a terrible friend after I got girl crazy. 
I didn't know what to do. It's like I was like at that point I was like I don't even know what what you know. Till then I didn't even know what a girl was. You know, <laughs> this seems like a whole other podcast. It all went wrong, but then and we lost each other for years. Yeah, we graduated uh, May of '97 high school, and it was probably six to seven years before I ever seen Wade again or talked to him. And I ran really? off yeah. and, to the girl corner, and he he got to be the party man. He's everybody party around Chris. Well, I went to college for a year, and then I I went to construction. You know, I was working. Yeah, you're traveling. Cincinnati, Indianapolis. I lived in Chicago five years, and coming home and working my ass off on the weekends and. You know, Wade you was did. doing his you family ran. thing, and and then still for a long time, we really might see each other once every other year and say hi, or you know, I use the sawmill scales, and yeah, I find you track know, if, if I see him up there, <laughs> he's like, man, I was gonna get out of here. I mean, I think, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. How many people do you still talk to? You graduated with? Yeah, how oh. many? And if I do, it's once, you know. Just a random I mean, passing. Yeah. I'm not good friends yeah. with anybody I graduated with. I got a few acquaintances, yeah. but all the people I used to run around with in school, everybody's, you go to the next chapter of life, you turn yeah. the page and move well, yeah. on, right? Yeah. But I'm going to say from in the last five years, you know, we've probably talked Seen way more, more since yeah. then. Yeah. And Dirt Perfect. Well, the well YouTube, I was going right? to say the too. combination of YouTube and then mm-hmm. in the last the five business. years, me and you've yeah. done a lot more work together, so it's kind of a... Yep. And our, past each other a lot yeah, just, mm-hmm. our farm has grown quite and a bit. And our kids are getting old enough, too, yeah. where they're not quite as dependent on us, so we can yep. be a little more. How many acres are you farming now? All of them. <laughs> That's what I knew you were going to say. <laughs> How many? I can't say. This is the That's biggest. like a, a truce. You don't, farmers don't tell that on YouTube. Don't kiss and tell. Don't kiss and tell. <laughs> That's, That's real men don't kiss and tell. It's between one and five. Is it one and five hundred? One thousand, five thousand? Wow. 500, 500. Just all of them. All I know is every time I think I've worked in every field he's got, he gives me a list of about five more I've never heard of before. Uh, some people have been getting hold of me looking. For, I've been handing out numbers. <laughs> I hope you don't get mad. I hope all of them's good people, good landowners. <laughs> <laughs> Who set me hold on this landowner? <laughs> well, I had one, a strange one call me the other day, and I can't make the connection out on it yet. So. It might have been me. I don't know. Is it? Who does far rounder? There's only one guy, really. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. But you Hello. know, uh, Big Mama. You know, I've, I've classified her as a second mom. Yep. You yep. know, our families was uh, yep. it was always tight, and we've always had the same business motto. And you know, we've we've seen a rough times, and we both ate uh, beans out of a can, I think, for a while. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and then come back out as semi-successful or successful you know but we still like it, to work hard and dig well, at it and, you, but i'm still eating beans i don't say yeah, it don't feel it's <laughs> but you know I, I still you know i run into her at walmart so you know we're still family ties and using the sawmill scales quite a bit and buying sawdust from you well, i think one other thing to point out is our county only has what seventeen thousand people in it i was gonna say eighteen thousand with, with the prison yeah. yeah with the prison <laughs> yeah that's a correctional days. uh i think 1500 that's a correctional it's a facility yes yeah, a busy place that's a correctional facility oh i'm sorry does people get corrected in there oh yeah. I, Set, I, I, so no but it's definitely a facility it's I'm, a facility i have been yeah. corrected several times <laughs> yeah but, but there, there's, it's not uncommon for all of us to be yeah, as yeah. intertwined as what we are. You know, Friday nights anymore, we get together at yeah. the patio restaurant or whatever, you know, and eat supper and catch up. And, uh, 
family get-togethers or whatever so anymore. But, well, Wade, for no. the people listening that may not know, you, uh, you're in the family sawmill business. Yeah. So give us yeah, a brief we, history. Well, we just, uh, a brief, okay, well. I mean, we got all day. <laughs> well, Big Daddy, I don't know, Big Daddy got into it. and um, We he grew a, up a we family of 12 kids, hog farm, yep. and didn't have much of a break, uh, you know, unless you're going to get there and earn it, you know, and he was full can I say piss and vinegar? Oh, yeah. I didn't say it. This is the... <laughs> he, was full of, he was full of piss and vinegar, so I don't know. I don't know what the, you know, the... So, but uh, anyway, so, and then um, he had an uncle that was, that would, that co-signed for him. And they bought a 350B crawler, a dozer, and then it just all started from there. And now we have 35, I think, people, work 35 or 38 people works there, and we... Uh, buy timber standing on the stump and we sell uh finished lumber and uh or green lumber and um, yeah. green other lumber. products other all fall and other products off of the uh, sort of just to fill in timber. a few fill in a few blanks first off we have another podcast posted with you where you go into great detail about the history okay. of the company and everything so we'll try to link that down below but one thing i think you missed is is you guys Buy the timber, cut the timber, truck the timber, saw the mill timber, and then market yeah. the timber. A lot. Uh, it's vertical, and it's a lot of. And you, you and there's the profit margins are small. You want to make sure and get the landowners. You try to keep as much to the landowners possible, and the system's designed to keep as much to the landowners possible. And you're trying to, <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's tight. It's very tight right now. Not to complain, but right. it is well, tight right just now. To, so for people that may not know. And I may get this wrong, but let's just say I'm a landowner and I got a hundred acres I want cut. Yeah. You don't go in there and give them a price on it. They have a certified. No, they have a sale. They have yep. a sale, which basically means a certified forester. Yeah, you get a forester in there, so it's like it's it's a it's a it's an investment, so it's a piece of your portfolio, and your 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 the forester comes in and he manages that part of your assets, you know, and uh, what what it's designed to is it's a growing up organism so it is growing i don't know how to say Plant. it right it's growing it's growing it's ever changing it's, it's a, a crop it's, it's, yeah. it's a crop that's growing but it's multi years you know so based on how old you are what the plans for the property is what's best for the property and what the trees have a uh, life cycle and that's a whole another podcast but based on all these stars lining up when you cash in and how you much you cash in. are like people are not productive forever? <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, some are. <laughs> yeah, some are never productive. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, Depends on who you ask. Yeah, so at the right time, then they, they hold up a bid sale, which a bunch of people comes in and, and competes with each other over the high. And, and you want, the, the goal is to manage the forest. So you don't end up like California and everything burns down and global warming, whatever, yada, yada. That can be a whole right. other podcast. But but the, the, the moral of the story is, too, is is you don't necessarily you – you do get to decide the price of the timber, but you don't show up, walk the timber, market, no. and give them a price. You basically get a tally sheet from a forester. Yep. You can go out and verify what's on his tally sheet is actually yes. in the woods. And yes. you guys all sit around a big table somewhere. And figure out how many just – Logistics and then, is going it may to be you out. and seven other loggers 
And basically, it's a bidding process, right? Yeah, it's a bidding process. And that's it's how, a concealed bid. It's a concealed right. bid, yeah. So basically, that's how, so whatever you're talking about, that's how the landowner maximizes their investment. In their and, investment. And the idea there is you, you want to make it easy. You want to make people want to manage their forest. That's the goal. The goal is to get humankind to try to manage their forest for Mother Nature, for the world, for global warming, all the audience, all the mess. Because lumber, but you, they have to make money to want to do it, or else it won't get right. done. Right. They'll just lock it up, and then trees will fall over, and then you got tinderbox. People, people miss the point that a tree is a renewable resource. Mm -hmm. Well, they miss the point. People don't garden anymore, so they miss the point that you have to manage your forest. It's still a crop that needs to be tended. What happens to a garden that don't get tended to? Well, the weeds. The same thing happens in the woods. Yep. And the problem with a garden is, or comparing a garden to a forest is, is that a garden's every is annual. It's a one-year thing. And the forest is for is forever. So if you end up with a forest that's unattended for years, it turns into a tender box, which turns into a liability for all of us. Well, they can take decades to write that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. And anyways, so 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 the system is designed to create healthy forest. That's what, in the long run, go to Russia and look at the timber, go to in, uh, United States and look at the timber, and you'll see. It, 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 Russia's got shit timber, sorry, sorry, <laughs> and the United States has good timber because of this, except for what the government's locked up and won't touch. So you got productive, oxygen-enriching forests that feeds animals, you know, uh, that, you know, you're, you're, you're nuts. A, forest, a hardwood forest left unattended turns into a beech maple forest, mm -hmm. and that don't feed anything. Or it feeds, the, the beech will feed the, the squirrels and stuff, but they're, they're unproductive trees. Uh, you, you compare that to oak and hickory, that's a way more productive forest as far as food value and as far as uh, commodity. Commodity too. So you're, but to do all this, the landowner has to make money. The problem is, is when you're in the the, I wouldn't call it the meat grinder, but when you're in this process and you're locked yourself in the middle from your own bad decisions or whatever, the landowner's constantly looking at it as investment. Well, it can turn for many years. The lot, the cycle, the the, the industry cycle in in a hardwood until the China Trump thing and then the COVID thing and all the other things. Until all that happened, it was three years. Three, 18 to the top, 18 to the bottom, 18 to the top, 18 to the bottom. Problem is, when you're a landowner thinking long-term for an investment, what you want to take care of your investment. When you get to the bottom, you lock up. When you get to the top, you dump. When you get to the bottom, you lock up. When you get to the top, you dump. Well, in the hardwood industry, everybody always asks, well, how come you can't get, you know, the hardwood industry like the softwood industry? Well, the softwood industry is more regulated. The, in, the sawmill owners own their wood, so they consistently, you know, manage it. Feed, feed supply. Yeah, they there. can, so like, well, we're not, we're, you know, whatever. But when you're out here bucking heads against somebody and they're just for, just for dramatic, pop here, you're selling a $6,000 tree, you're only going to sell at the top of the market. By the time the guy harvests it, tries to move it and everything, it could turn into a $2,000 or $3,000 tree. 
if you're in the high end stuff. And the sawmill. You see what I mean? The sawmill, and they, and the the sawmill guys, the one that's carrying the bag. Ca- yeah, yeah. Ca- carrying that. So because Landor's like, I ain't taking a loss on that. I ain't going to sell. Okay. So, <laughs> high ignorance, so you're talking about the softwood market. The mills own the wood, but you've got the variable of the landowner in the mix. Right. Yeah. And the, 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 but it's a large asset, or it's a large, you know, uh, it's taking a large chance to own, or, you know, yeah, it, it takes, you know, it takes liability. time, liability yeah. to own the, yeah. 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 You get in the south where you get a lot of hardwoods and a lot of chip mills. <laughs> You know, the sawmills owns the property and all the wood. Yes, and, the and, and, a, and a logger, which is a liability, yeah. which is logging is a liability. It's a freaking liability on wheels. Yeah. But you you find a, a poor country boy with stars in his eyes and you get him to harvest your timber for you. So you're not taking any chance. You're not taking the chances. He pays the insurance premiums because of the, and, and, and he pays Wall Street because he borrowed his eyeballs out to get that equipment to move the wood that you're trying to hold him at the, you know, the, it's got to be this, the, no older than this because it's it'll be a hunk of junk and it's got, you know, all, whatever regulations the company puts on it, and then they have to go. So Paper mills does that stuff. And the mill gets the product. everybody off. The mill gets the product <laughs> with little liability. Yeah. Yes, that's, exactly, that's the goal. Yeah. That's the key. That's so, the key. And there's always a, the country boy that wants to do it. Well, until, you know, recent years, there's less of them. So just to know. back up here a little bit, so people who may not know, <laughs> you're second generation at your family's operation. Yeah. You basically started off like you were speaking with Chris, sweeping floors, pulling yeah. short boards. I mean, you started off at the bottom. Yeah. Yep. Over the years, you worked your way up through the ranks. You went from working at the mill, the truck driving, yep. to running yep. the logging crew, to mechanic. Well, not, mechanic. I don't know if I'd really say running anything, but I try. Well, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mean, say that. <laughs> I mean, today, you're, today, the company is in the process of transitioning. Is that a fair way to put it? Mm, yeah. So, so you, yeah. Uh, your wife and yourself are kind of taking over for your mom and dad, and I don't know where you're helping. At. I yeah. don't know where you're at in the transition. It don't matter, but that's the game. Plan. Yep. Yep. That's the long term game. Plan. So, yep. and you've been at this for what over twenty years now. That's all you've ever done. That's so all you, ever done. All you've yeah. ever done. So it's not like you haven't seen some of these cycles and validate some of what you're yeah. saying because you've been there, seen. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. We well, you know this ain't our first rodeo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, what I'm telling you, you can take to the bank. What I'm, t- I'm trying not to yeah. over complicate the, the thing or make it sound like a bunch of jargon, but it. it no. Yeah, that is. I, I, I just want to bank, validate yeah. your your take on that. Now, after the China thing, you know, China, you know, when we decided, you know, we're done giving this stuff to china you know giving away our jobs and all this or whatever the cause that i'm not i don't have a dog in that fight but when that started then we really got you know and it's been and it's like we started to get some you know and that really sucked in in 20 uh 17 18 and then all of a sudden that, that was and pretty cool we started getting some wind back on ourselves yeah. like man well, we're finally going to get back to normal markets you know and, and then COVID wham covid yeah. done stuck it's you know what in there you know what i mean yep. <laughs> so then everybody then everybody got all then the world locked down and then everybody got all weird well the, the guy could get stuck at home and to their own imaginations i guess and then everybody went the china thing you keep going china thing don't try not to get in politics too deep but we had a president that did not believe in a lot of trade yeah or struggled yeah. doing Which short term trade. was a killer but long term yeah long term is probably the right thing you know because we you know that on the ag side. say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega 
megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, the USDA supplemented the ag side pretty heavily. And the foresters and loggers got hung out the dry. Yeah, well, they're not going to supplement us because of the public... We get stuck in the same daggone bag as somebody clearing the rainforest. Right. Yeah. We get stuck in that bag, and we're a total different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Long you know. Yeah. They think you. Yeah. They put us in the same bag. Deforestation or whatever you want to call it. Yep. What they say? You got the uneducated educating the uninformed. <laughs> so that is what's going on, and 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 but it's a, and you can sit there and whine about it, but I mean I'm just saying that's what it is. You know, so from there, you're, but but the cool part is it's a very rewarding, as far as you stay in good health, you you you're mentally stimulated every day. You get to I mean, me, I'm a people person. Yeah. I get to work with a lot of people. You know, whether they're colorful characters or not. So they just, let me let me ask you a totally random question. So you didn't choose logging. Logging chose you. I guess. So if your family wasn't into logging whenever you got out of high school and you could choose to do whatever you wanted to do, you think you'd still be logging? I don't know. I've never. Never thought about I've it? I've never picked my head up out of the trenches high enough to look around and <laughs> think, what's going on? They're getting shot at back there. The black aren't getting shot at. He doesn't even know there's another world around You don't even know it ever. I looked at it. What they used to say in the Pacific Theater, uh, 200 yards from the front line was a whole different war. I've never got, I've never been out of the 200 yards from the front line in my whole life. I have no, I have no doubt you'd be doing something in the same realm, but I'm just, I don't know. Curious. 
Uh, my mentality growing up, you know, I don't know why this turned in, or you know, if I should be talking about me, but my, my mentality growing up is I just love people and uh, those around me. I'm trying to do what I can to be industrious and help those around me. Right. And if that is, you know, this, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> and if we're going to do it, we're going to do the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're going to do all of it, you know? Yeah, and you've got... You're one of four. You got three other siblings, and the other siblings, for various reasons, have yeah have left the business and done great. Oh yeah, all mm -hmm. of them have been successful. Everybody's done great. Uh, you're the one that's kind of stuck behind, and I guess two of them are still technically in the industry, just yeah. different yep. parts mm -hmm. of it, right? Yep. Um, so it's not like they went went far, but you're the one that's kind of stuck in there with the, the family yeah the, the yeah the the machine there yeah, yeah. In the machine so. in with the. No, I was just curious. You know, I, I, I didn't really, I wasn't like Wade. I didn't grow up into a big family business where I could kind of walk into. I kind of got to choose my own path. Mm -hmm. And uh, I chose two other paths where I finally ended up here, where you kind of went straight into the family. Yeah, stuck with it. So. Yep, it was just pretty much. So is the lumber business back after COVID now? or it's, It started back. It started back. It's it, it got down to where they couldn't get no lumber. Even with the, the market six months ago, six months ago, they started keeping record in the 60s for our hardwood industry. In the 60s, they started keeping records of this. Me, or the 50s, stop, I can't remember. Let me stop you there. You're talking about logging being like the rainforest. And within logging, there's pulpwood logging, there's softwood logging, there's hardwood logging. There's a lot of different types. Of, there's yeah, clear cut, the there's selective cut, it, yes. there's a lot of different stuff like that. So you guys specialize in selective cut hardwoods, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Which basically means you don't go in, clean the forest out. You go. It just in. depends. There's times that <clears throat> it, it's just, you got to listen to what the woods wants to Right, but, but your ultimate goal is, is to take the mature trees out, give yeah. the young trees a chance to go yeah. and, and go on. So I just want to mm -hmm. kind of... Make sure everybody's educated yeah. on the type of logging you did. Yeah. Well, take for instance, voluntary tomato plants. Back to garden. Back to garden. Well, you got you know you love them. The little guys grow up, and you're like, man, I'm gonna move him over here and use him. You know. Well, he don't compete with the fresh tomato plants. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then if you get say you gardened and and you spent three years of gardening and all you've gardened with was volunteer tomato plants. You got weak tomato plants. Yeah, you got pretty weak tomato plants. So at some point, you have to doze the whole thing over. That, that's why I tell them, the for, what's the forestry plant? You'd be in a section that's a clearing, and somebody that's not used to it be like, what are we doing? Well, you, this is where you need a tree bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't harvest, you demolish. <laughs> and when you get done, you're trying to make the sun hit the whole thing. Equal, and equal. it's going to go woof. And it's going to come back like a maniac. And uh, sometimes, just because you can't help it, sometimes you'll leave a couple walnut trees or something because you can't stand it. It's a walnut. You can't never take out a walnut. That's like a, <laughs> that's your black gold. Those of you that's not used to uh, You pay your house off with that. Yeah, that's <laughs> so you. So, but, but everything else, you know, but, but now that's the, after the third cycle. It's a long story. But anyways, most of the time you're trying to, to, to sneak in, sneak tippy-toe in, tippy-toe out. That's I, I think he answered his own question to your your question and never realized that he did. It's going to be a forester? 
Well, he's going to be a gardener if you don't ever <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, I love gardening stuff. I've been involved with a few longer layered gardens just, over here. In fact, if I hadn't had this, I'd be either be A, a greeter at Walmart, or B, driving Chris's grain cart. <laughs> but I say that, but I'd be laying under the grain cart, Chris, be going, you about done? I'm trying to put the wheel back on it. Somebody didn't grease the bearings. Well... That's a sore subject. And you drag it three quarters of the way across the field on its axle. <laughs> that grain cart, that grain cart has struggled to keep the wheels on it. <laughs> it says, I guess when they say grease every six hours, they mean it. <laughs> he he no. mistaken that for every six years. Yeah. The, what I love about the forest industry is the people. There's so many good. I just love the people. Yeah, it's people a very, it's a very, very niche industry. Nah. Yeah, it is. And in a lot of times, you're taking somebody that's had a rough past, and you're helping them get their feet back under them. And so there's so many people you get to watch start out rough, and then blossom. And that part I love about the industry. I say the, the work's hard. It's dangerous, dirty. The biggest thing I see about owning uh, is maybe. Ten or the forest owning forest is time you're old enough to buy some forest ground or you're wealthy enough to buy some forest ground and start doing some management it's a lot of investment that you may not even reap any benefit off yeah, in your life a, cycle it's yeah. a retirement because it's best. a 30 if it year, don't match yeah if it don't match you the, know it's a 30-year harvest window sometimes and if you ain't buying ground early enough to start your management program you got to be willing to give it to your next generation to to harvest that. And yeah. there's people out there just had such a bad experience with podunk loggers. Mm -hmm. Not not running any of my you know I feel well, like some, all the loggers are my family. Well, I'm every, not every industry has those people. But 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 if they if they've been the people has been exposed to that and they get and they get turned off of that there is ground sometimes you can get a hold of that's just they're like. Just it's due, but I'm not touching it. I'm not dealing with that. The next person can. Well, for yeah. several years around here, a lot of the the small loggers come in, market yourself, and log it on shares, and then it just gets raped or, well, you're, or not yeah, managed you're right or whatever. Depending on what yeah. his tally versus yeah. that third party forester we talked about earlier. Yeah. They come uh, in, they take everything that's high, and then leave the leave meat. But I'll tell you what, they, they talked, there's been a big scare in this state. I'm not to keep hitting on this subject, but there's been a big scare in this state over management stuff. Or, or the, the chatter that I've heard, you know, on, on the regulator side of our industry in, in our state and about the white oak. The white oak's leaving and it's getting replaced with, and on unmanaged property, it's getting replaced with beach and maple and on on your fresher growing stuff it's getting replaced with poplar and they're like how do we get the white oak back how do we get the white oak back because this state was full of white oak well why was the state full of white oak because of the great depression we had a hog farm in every corner and we gutted the whole state and white oak came back yeah so we could get you know and that's when people gets like it's such a delicate like no we actually took hogs and gutted everything you know how they under the fence and stuff you know and ruined everything and then and it made the best timber <laughs> you know what I mean? 
That ain't a good management plan, but it worked <laughs> so the first time in the depression. Like you, guys, you guys got a collaboration coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the good, bad, or ugly, uh, too, is I farm some fields around some uh, government ground that does uh, burning, controlled burning, every two or three years. And it's neat to drive past there over the past 20 years where they burn. Every tree standing is a white oak. That's the only species I see in there is white oak. That's really? the only one that stands through the, the fire. Well, what was it uh, back in the, I just read this, watched a documentary on this the other day. Back in the 1840s, the government bought the largest Navy base here in Indiana, Crane, yep, yep, just yep. for the White Oak. And the USS Constitution, we've uh, mm -hmm. I've harvested around uh, the site where they do they keep the White Oak for the USS Constitution. Yeah. Uh, it's growing. It's for the spot. There's a plot in Crane that's for the USS Constitution, and I, you know, can Am I, I see him? <laughs> I just no, want to you. Put that chase holding. You know, I didn't incriminate myself, but I hit a stop sign once in Crane. You've hit accident. more. You've hit more than the stop sign in Crane. <laughs> I hit the stop sign. Well, Roger had I never. Well, oh, you that. knocked all the power out of the whole base. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that other time. Yeah, the other The only thing I can accept that's been done in Crane Naval Base that I've done was I hit a stop sign one time. I forgot I was pulling a trailer and I was not paying attention. <laughs> I, that's what happened. I put it, that's like, by the time I heard it, the stop sign went. It didn't knock it over, but it like bent it. And all you like everything on crane is like, oh, you better not mess up. And it's so the just paperwork. one of those situations. You know what I mean? <laughs> one of those situations we were talking about earlier, where you just get the HL on dump it. Help yeah, it's all like if I was looking up. Is there is there a drone? I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> we're that's right, waiting for the. You know, the Navy police show up. You. <laughs> is that what happens? Uh, you don't realize you're pulling a trailer when you after you knock your mirrors off, and then you don't realize <laughs> you. <laughs> Who wiped out the whole side of the service truck at the gate? Yeah, I was gonna say Roger got the service truck at the gate, so he pulls. It, he gets scared easy, like, like you know, like you scare a squirrel. It's like, you know, take. So Roger pulls up, and the service truck's wide, and he forgot how to drive for that period of time, and he pulls in, and of course, cranes built heavy duty, like the whole things. It's a naval base, you know. So he pulls in there and he. And this, and it wasn't a, it wasn't like a show truck by no means, but he pulls in and then he rip, he hits the side at the gate and rips and peels this thing open like a beer can, you know. And then, of course, the guard goes, "Uh oh, or something." Somebody said something. Roger looks, panics, floors it, and peels the rest of the truck open right there. Chainsaw falls out, gloves, paper towels, parts, everything just. Peels out right there, right there at the guard shack at Crane. We just peel it out, throw it over, and it, it just peeled her open like a beer just can. Throw all you your, know? Just throw all your cards on the ground. Here we go, Roger. You're gonna have to stop. <laughs> they will get us. <laughs> I thought it'd be the first, you know, be like the, the O.J. Simpson, you know. Yeah. Here's Roger the, the slow runaway. Chainsaw's flopping on the side. Is this how the green truck got a flatbed? Yeah, that's how the green that's truck. Got, that's exactly how the green truck got a flat. That's how everything in our company gets a flatbed. <laughs> you destroy what's on it, and then we get a flatbed. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but yeah, that, and then Roger hit the power lines. That, oh, Roger hit the power yeah, lines. It's a common denominator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder why he's so scared. 
Yeah, no wonder he's scared. Yeah, he's scared all the time. And you either get ready to move back up there, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, if they let us in after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roger's just at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> well, not you're headed home. Look at there, Roger. Be handcuffed at the gate. <laughs> Throw the book at him. <laughs> yeah, Wayne would not be the one going back. Yeah, no, yeah. No, we don't. We don't mean Roger. Don't. We're hey, not. this is uh, this is off the clock. Just so you know, we'll be back at the. <laughs> That reminds me, I think Clint got taken in. Yeah. He's still mad about that. I'm, that was a joke. You just didn't get yeah. it. So, uh, what brought about YouTube and Logger Wade? I have no idea. I think we put a brick. The Timber Bridge. Yeah. It, well, you know, everybody lives their life with their own narrative. And they got in their, their imagination. They're like, man, you know, you can look in the mirror and be like, man, I hate that guy. You know what I mean? Or you can look in the mirror and be like... Yeah, you know, same guy. It's just how you look at it. You know what I mean? And so, when I look in the mirror and I can see my ego, and he's, I'm like, what? You know what I mean? You're always looking up at it. You know. So we made this bridge, and it was the cool thing about it was it, the tree hugger capital, Indiana, is Bloomington, and like, it, where's the camera? Oh, there's the camera. So Bloomington, right? So there's this. <laughs> but this is a podcast. There is no. Well, there is no, there is, well, there's, there's a no camera. Room. Oh, there's no, co- oh, it's a podcast. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> it's well, going, you didn't tell me what all this was. was. <laughs> it's going on YouTube. There's still video. There's still, <laughs> still, okay, yeah. So that's not just the audio. No. no. Well, we're, no. <laughs> so anyway, so we made it. Yeah, just have me throw it off. <laughs> See, he still picks on me. So, so, so we built this bridge, and to me, it meant a lot. To, to, my brother bought this job. I mean, it was unloggable, pretty much. There was a, a huge valley that was just shoop straight down, shoop straight down. And like the yard, the way the yard was and the timber had to be extracted was, it was two acres. And this patch of timber was marked for 750 or 800,000 feet. The two acres only had about 20,000 feet on it. So, the rest so of everything else is there, you know, and, no, and so everybody went up and looked at this and realized, and this is just outside the Bloomington, everything in Bloomington, the college was, the, the college was here, and we was logging here around the back, where they just couldn't quite hear a chainsaw. That's where we logged. So like everybody that knew anything went, oh no. That's not for us. And then my brother, (laughs) I love you, Rob. I'm sorry. My brother goes up and thinks, well, he had a bunch going on. There's all kinds of things, you know, he probably, it probably was the right thing to do, but we bought it. And then he, his thought was, and he loves me. I love you too, bro. But his thought was, Taylor will figure it out. Is this the same job where you had people up in the tree on the news? Or was that a different job? No, that was, no. That All was, right. No, we actually got in and got out relatively. I didn't realize that job was that this. close to Bloomington. It wasn't close to Bloomington. It was in Bloomington. It was in Bloomington. It was close. Is it like when we drove out the road? We drove out. You drive out the gravel road. And you start out the gravel road. So you get like an eighth mile out the gravel road that you're logging on, and there's all the golf course or all the tennis courses for the college. College, huh? So like it was there. Yeah. You know, and then you couldn't get so. So anyways, we built this bridge. 
that was, I'll never forget it. Well, me and dad argued for a long time. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I said, well, make like a... Of course, the way I behave, you wouldn't trust me with your lawnmower. You know, so I'm telling dad... At least he's honest. Yeah, at least I'm honest. It's that, it's that ego. You know, he can do it, I promise you. You know, so, so there was a, it was a free span of 65 feet long. And the deck of this bridge I had envisioned was 25 feet off the ground. So imagine a bridge deck, 65 feet long, 25 feet off the ground. That was the dimensions. We made it out of trees. I was like, we can make this out of trees. We can, we can bridge this valley. And the old man's like, there is no way this ain't happening. I was like, give me the cable. I'll do it. So we got the cable. We got it all figured out. It took me and two other guys a day, Corky Help and another guy. It took us a full day, most of a full work day to get it set up. But once we got it set up, we cabled everything together and got it all held. And started trucking logs across, you know, started skidding across. So basically across. you went back, cut timber, used those trees that you bought. Used those, yeah. And it, laid he, them down. So it was a big deal to me. And then the ego guy in the mirror, you know, he's like, man, we better do something. And at that time, the only way you could be braggy or shit, you know, it took me a long time to learn, you know, be interested in other people, not yourself. <laughs> you know. So, but I was like, hey, look at this, you know, <laughs> and that's how the YouTube So you brought started. out YouTube then long. That was then, that was the first. I always knew YouTube started around the bridge, which the bridge is now the floor in your house. Yeah, we did stuff, yeah, we did stuff with it, yeah, no, we, yeah, it's, it's, me and this bridge has always been together in her. Oh, I didn't know it would Yeah, it the, some still. of the stuff in the house is from that bridge, but yeah. I've seen pictures of it still hanging in the sawmill office up there. Yeah, but, it, but the thing was, it's not just that it was a bridge, but it was like the in your face to the, air, you know. We did a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what, like, did, what did that thing cost Who was the you? first test driver to take across the no, Of course it was me. We didn't have a thing yet. like, let me do the cables first. I want to cross it. <laughs> <laughs> and we did record that. Like the first trip across it was, yeah, it's rather dysfunctional, but it. Did you have to readjust everything or did it hold the whole job? It held the whole job. It was people come, people come and look at it and stuff. People would come and look and I was like, well, I need to share this with people, you know? And, yeah. and that's so basically you took groups of logs and then you cabled them together. In yeah. Bunches, like, right? like a weave, like a basket weave, like a, yeah. like a basket weave. Yeah. yeah. I keep saying hook fin raft, but yeah. Like but I mean, you, there towards the end, you're pulling full drags across the skidder. Oh, he's doing everything. everything. Yeah. I swear we could haul logs across it. And then you, they cross the skidder and the bridge goes, and you'd follow the skidder and it, <laughs> it was flat. It was great. It was, you know, just worked perfect. You know, of course, the, the colorful characters I logged with by the end of it, one of them was trying to get the other one to let him pass two skidders because two skidders just would fit unless I made a mistake and then it's 25 feet before you touch ground again. Big Mom would have been happy with that call. Yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to. We know. got one upside down in the valley, fell off. But that same crew, I will say this, not, not throwing, you know, that same crew, we put people on helicopters twice. We've, you know, freaking broken bones and you name it. You know what I mean? It's, but that was all manual logging. Cable skitters and chainsaws. Yeah, but your but your brain and your thought process on logging, you've been applying to a lot of different techniques because you can pass forward to the din din and tiny. Well, that was you. Yeah, well, that was, uh, so then Dirt Perfect come in and you wouldn't believe, like I think I sum up a lot of our industry, like the things that were not taught in our industry that other people from other aspects are educated on. It's just, we're our own, we're our own downfall. 
you know. And then Mikey came in. I got to be friends with Mikey, and Mikey kind of took me under his wing and started Dirt Perfect started teaching me, you know, how to how to smartly invest in equipment. And and let me tell you, the stuff he's doing on equipment, it's the right way to do it. And I know you're pushing new stuff now, but that's just for them. I'm, I'm that's just for them. Yeah, that ain't, I don't know. Mikey's that. brain don't work that. You know, he. I don't, I don't own. I own one new piece yeah, of equipment. So, but he's once he started into that and started opening my eyes to the world as a younger person, where I was impressionable. You know, then I started. Well, what can we do? What does these dirt guys have right? Because their R and D development can, their R and D department can own our whole industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what can we start doing that kind of? That's another thing about YouTube, though, is it exposes you to a lot of different ways of thinking and a lot of different pieces yes. of equipment and a lot of. I mean, because the way you guys log here and the way they log in Colorado is two different things. Exactly. The way yeah. they log here and the way they log in New York is two different things. So well, it makes yeah. the whole industry small. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with dirt. The way, we, the way we move yeah. dirt and the way Jay, Jay Paydirt moves dirt is oh, two food, totally huge, different, different worlds. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're moving large quantities of dirt large distances. We're moving large quantities of dirt small distances. You know. And how is he? I haven't talked to him in a while. I ain't seen good him. As far I ain't talked to him forever. Maybe we need to get him on the podcast. He is a good dude. Oh, yeah. But, uh, even the way Chris does stuff and the way I do stuff, even though we do similar things, our dirt's different and our setups are different. Um, and neither one of us is right or wrong. Yeah. But it's just, it's too just your area. Yeah, he's, he's loading haul and I'm pushing shove. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 kind of, and I guess it comes down to the equipment. Why do you end up with so much pushing shove? Because you're Cause usually not moving that far distance? I'm not going that far. It's faster and cheaper. To, to, to what distance, roughly? About uh, about 100 yards, 300 feet. So after 300 feet, then what happens? Yeah, there's a lot more variables that come into play. Like what kind of mud, what kind of base do you got? How far are we going? How high are we going? What equipment do you have on site? Because sometimes it's cheaper to get two dozers and tandem push. Cause Two yeah, you, you grow another dozer. Yeah, because you, you yeah. gain a dozer. They two multiply. Do yeah, you they leave do. two dozers together. So if you bring two dozers together, you can go up to five, you know, Luttring's rule of thumb is always around 500 feet, which I'd say we don't tend to push a whole lot, but I, it does make a big difference. But the other thing is, if I'm pushing and shoving all day, I'm sitting in one seat. If Chris is loading and hauling, he's in three different seats. He's in an excavator, haul truck, and a dozer. Well, it depends how many employees you got. Yeah. But for those random times where you do a ponder like in similar conditions like Chris has, You've learned from the way Chris yeah. does it. We did, uh, we did your sister's lake, Cindy's. We should have pushed and shoved that whole thing. But we had the 210 on demo and I just bought the haul truck. So we pushed half of it, hauled half of it. It was ridiculous how much faster Jerry was on a dozer than us. Moving dirt. Yeah, stupid ridiculous how much. I should, I would, we would have got that thing done three days earlier if I just would have took a second dozer up there. But it was a good learning experience and I tried to convey that on YouTube, which I don't know how well it came across. Now, your yeah. second to last pond. The second to the last deep. pond I did, the deep one, I, I had no choice but to haul a truck there. Because you move it Because of the height of the excavator. Well, because of the amount of dirt available in the hole. He had to go to a We had to go pit. to a borrow pit and start hauling dirt out. So I knew there was enough dirt in the hole for Jerry to push. So we just left him alone, let him push. Me and Aaron went and hauled dirt. So Jerry's constantly on the dozer moving. Of course, there was three of us, so that helped. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit, my barrel pit ran out of dirt, and he ran out of dirt at the same time the dams were supposed to be. So that one was impossible to do with two dozers because I, I was too far to push the dirt. 
And we had to kind of haul it through a narrow little keyway. Yeah, yeah. you had actually It's two the same way with logging, you know, how far do you skid before you get to your yard and load them up? That's very dependable too, you know. You know you what I mean? Up, so uh, you end up uh, over a half mile, you need to be yeah. thinking, you know, is there a reason to bring the truck in? Yeah. But if you're at a mile, yeah, you're trucking. There's a lot of the same process yeah. of where, where you're better off just skidding it and being done. You might burn a little more fuel, a little more time, but you don't have the expense and the time of hauling and all that stuff in with operators and, and you know, it, and there's so much more that goes into Everybody's not like, every well, job the same. You would have had, oh, no. Hold on, folks. We should have backup power shortly. <laughs> what was that about? Power went out, I guess, if the generator starts up. Uh, Listen, we're connection? Hold sitting. on. We're still here. We're here. We're still here. Hold yep. on. We got How here. do you know when you got connection? And when you there goes the generator. Let me go flip switch. I'll be right back. How do you know we're still on? Because camera's Because everything's on battery. Everything's Your on low battery. light sucks on this GoPro. See how easy that is? Yeah. That's nice. You got a brand new power line to Derby Mayor, and you still run out of power. I don't know. Is any power line coming this way? Yeah. Well, I may mean, come in the Derby. Yeah, but it could have been some crazy, crazy person taking out the power line like you did the water line, oh, like three miles. Ah, my combine is parked. <laughs> Maybe some combine lost control downhill. You know, you never know. So, but you know what? A lot of people. My argument is all the time we're getting way off the subject on equipment here. But bigger is not always better. Cause just because I could get the job done faster if a bigger piece of equipment was on site. If you take into consideration the time and effort it takes to get there, you may spend two days hauling and moving this piece in and out to save, what, three hours? Just stick with your teaspoon and get it done. Well, trucking, yeah. trucking yeah. And, and a lot less maintenance. Yeah. yeah. A lot less and to maintain. The smaller piece of equipment is available for a lot more variety of jobs versus that big piece of equipment's got to be dedicated to that job. To that it's job. It's a specialty, yeah. yeah. Specialized. So it's uh what we do? It's like we're in trouble. It's a major power outage. My whole house is out of power. Oh. See, it's... it's That's coming from Hoosier Hills then, probably. Yeah, there's a... It seems like anytime we well, lose power, it's almost take always... a propane back here. So we're good for like 70... Yeah. <laughs> we're going to put that on back Everybody Everybody's watching this don't have power. <laughs> yeah. No, we have the we power. We have all the power. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you, I'm on the neighborhood with all the power. Wait, what was the super? We have He-Man. Sure. It's He-Man. I was trying to tell the boys the other day, we was talking about, you know, being romantic. I was trying to, he's having girl trouble. So I was trying to teach him how to be romantic. You Wade, know, I was like, well, you got to remember this Wade, stuff Wade, that your Wade, wife Wade. I love you to death, but I don't know if being romantic needs to come from me. Well, I'm serious. So, like, I just told him about, like, my wife's favorite wrestler, which turned out to be Brett the Hetman Hart. That used to be her favorite wrestler, but I thought it was the Macho Man Randy Savage. So I was telling him, so I've been like doing the Macho Man Tatey Savage and you know, around the yeah, house and bedrooms, things like that. You know, wrestler. It is the wrong wrestler. The but, but still, it was the thought that counts as like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> when did she tell she you it was, was the wrong wrestler? She was overwhelmed with joy. That I remembered that, that well, I remembered stuff. Oh, I've remembered things. My wife. I might not be that, but I So who's her favorite wrestler? Her favorite wrestler? Well, after I found out, yeah. after she spoiled everything, yeah. I found out. <laughs> it was 
screwing it. Brett the Hitman Hart, but I thought oh, it was yeah. the he Macho was, Man Randy Savage, no. which I, you would think the Everybody Macho Man Randy liked Savage comes to being man. a romantic. When it comes to being romantic, you would think Macho Man Randy Savage. When I think romance, I think wrestling every time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, I mean, no joke, Johnny Poe. That's not romantic. <laughs> he, was a, he was more. Ro he was pretty romantic too. No, oh, no oh joke my was. goodness. <clears throat> I, I would think so we're going to ask the question. We're getting around to it. Okay. Oh. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> so we know why you started YouTube. <clears throat> So oh, I guess then, oh, oh, yeah. So why hasn't Logger Wade? I don't on? know. It's you know they, what's the what do they say about you know objects? I don't know. Objects in motion tends to stay in motion, and objects not in motion tend to stay not in motion. I think you so, made that up, but I like where you're going. But uh, I think that's something. That that's something. I forget how it goes, but yeah, I, I just kind of I. I it's been a rough beginning of the summer in rough summer. Markets and some happenings and some things, they just got rough and I was like, something has to give. Something's got to give. And then once it, and, I, and I'm sorry, but it's a YouTube, it, those of you that have watched my channel, I apologize for drop, drop, drop for, you know, let, kind of leaving y'all hanging. I didn't know how to do it uh, gracefully. You know, I did sort of a microphone drop and walked off. <laughs> it kind of, I told Mikey when it happened, I was doing something, I was already feeling like, I was already pushing content I didn't have my heart in. You know what I mean? I'm already doing people, that. People pick up on that too. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I'm already pushing content I don't have my heart in. And I've got all this going on in the background, behind the scenes, that you can't show on YouTube. You know, or, or, or if you, okay, I guess you could. I mean, you could, but, but one, couldn't it's none of their business. All of that it's not, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's there's no way, there's no story. It's just the boring stuff of being a business owner. I wouldn't say boring. Well, it, <laughs> as far as as far as if you filmed that and put it on YouTube, there's so much stuff that had to be that's confidential. Is that a good? I one? guess. Yeah, you need to have something that's your own. You yeah. know, you don't. Well, you can't. You can't share that. You can't share. If I was a Kardashian, maybe. <laughs> you can't share every day. We're no Kardashian. You're club, man. You can't share the contents of every morning's business meeting with everybody on YouTube. Well, yeah. it, the world don't work that way. Yeah. So. And uh, but anyways, it got, and then once it did, once, and uh, I was having a rough patch. I wouldn't say rough day. You don't want to. You always got to watch letting a rough day, rough part of your day ruin your whole day or letting a rough day ruin your whole month you know you got to watch that stuff but it i was in the middle of something it was a rough patch it'd been two months in three months in and i was doing something pushing content i didn't care about i guess per se and somebody said something happened smart elecky on there and i was like you know what I hit the delete button, I got up, shut the computer off, and I didn't start it again for six months. I'd start it this morning. First time I'd start it since I got up, and uh, it's been over six months. <laughs> we were just talking about... In a nutshell, that's my history. Well, I mean, would it be fair to say that the priority of YouTube and... Your yeah, what about all this? Man, gas? I got all the propane. I think you got a leak, bud. <laughs> it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the uh, furnace, furnace, furnace kicking on in the house. Oh, uh, 
what I mean, would, would it be fair to say that the priority of YouTube with the family and the business had to take a back seat? Yeah, that's yeah. And I didn't handle it right, and I apologize to anybody that, that if it, if it would have upset anybody or something, I apologize for that. But uh, I think the biggest thing is a lot of people were just generally concerned about you. Yeah, they just you know that's that's all the comments I've seen. But, you know the way we was raised, Chris knows it. I was talking uh, to a wonderful lady the other day, graduated with me and Chris, a uh, wonderful gal. She moved to Evansville and she was, uh, 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 she moved to the big town. You know, we're from the country bunkins and she moved to the big town. And she was a guidance counselor for one of these big schools in Evansville for 20 years. You know, and uh, we've been out of school. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I don't understand about urban children is they are taught. She said, you know how we all are. When we deal with something, when we deal with our mess, we go to a corner and we deal with our mess and we'll see us again when anything's right. 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 You know what I mean? She said, these kids, they come in and they just, she said, all I did was just patch them up a little bit, send them out the door, and they come in tomorrow, fell apart again. You know, she said, I just, like, they don't know if it's in the parents, in the society, or in their, in, in their, in, in their environment. You know, it's just like, she said, you just, they just don't handle things like we do. And I'm like, I said, maybe we're weird. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it ain't them, maybe it's us. Maybe when, it, you know, we just, when the things go bad and it gets rough, don't need to go balling nobody's shoulders, don't need to, I think we hog up anybody else's time. Just need to go deal with your mess, and then come back when your mess is good. And the yeah. mess is good; been good for a long time. I just I think we've all been something. raised. I think we've all we've all been very lucky being raised in good families. First off, yes, everyone. But is. we've all been raised with failure is not an option. You just figure it out. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, you got to go. If yeah. plan A don't work, you don't whine about it. You go to plan B. If plan exactly. B don't work, you reevaluate and go to plan C. And that's Every, my that's my problem with that's my problem with this social media. That's my problem with it. Is it, 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 if you're like me, you wear your stuff on your sleeve, too much gets out when you're having that bad day. You know, too much, I don't wanna, no, I didn't wanna say that. What did I say that for? You I know, know but it, I, boy, no, because my mind was on 14 other things while I had this thing going. Yeah. I do you think know, that's why a yeah. lot of people liked you and followed you, though, because they knew you were genuine. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, there ain't much oh, of a yeah. filter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The light's been on. We've been bypassing for ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think there's ever a, a world which Longer Wade makes a return to some capacity? I'm, I'm trying to work. Like I said, I'm trying Even to work on it. At least he turned the computer on. I turned the computer on this morning. Yeah. I have no content. <laughs> well, it's like... It's like I, it's like I, we've talked in the past, though. You know, I don't think you have to push a video every other day or even a video a week. But just popping something up something. there, popping Hell. something up there once a month, just to just to yeah, random month. Yeah, Bobby did once a month. Yeah, they was content with that. You know? I guess I guess the thing I hate for you is is you worked you worked 15 years to build that channel you got. It is true. Yeah, you lit, you're this damn close to a huge milestone. Yeah, that's what my boy said. That's what one of my huge kids said. Huge damn close to this milestone. And here's what I think you're gonna miss one day. And I could be way wrong. Not making it a milestone. No, I don't think that's going to be it. Because I've been doing this a quarter of the time you have, and Gunner and I still go back and watch old videos. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. 
And because yeah. what you don't realize you're doing at the time is documenting your life. Yeah, that's true. And whenever you, whenever your kids have kids, and they want to know how it used to be back in the old time, they don't have to listen to stories. They can go back and watch. Yeah, that is. So if you wow. just keep that timeline updated enough to where whenever you're, screw everybody watching. If you keep that timeline updated enough that there's not a huge gap in there whenever your grandkids go back and watch this to explain the timeline of how you got from point A to point B. I mean, I would do it for myself just for that reason, but. For documentation purposes, yeah. yeah. Well, I think so. That's why well, most of us probably started. Yeah. It's a huge reason. You said what now? I say to an extent, I say that's why some of us started the channel. Yeah. Just to record stuff so I can go back and look I mean, at it later. I mean, I give Wade a lot of credit for pushing me over the top and giving me the confidence to do YouTube. But one of the determining factors for me was... The whole George Bush presidency thing. That did it. That was, <laughs> yeah, that did that was it. it. Was, uh, you know, my dad got killed long before I was doing YouTube. And we got all these still pictures of him. I ain't got a single video of him running a piece of equipment. Right. And he's one of the best equipment operators yeah. going around. I got no video of him running equipment. I got pictures of him standing on equipment. I got pictures of him on this. I heard how good he was. People tell me how good his was. I never seen it. I have no video to show Gunner how good his papa was around a piece of equipment. But now you got video to show them how good you are. Well, they right. can, they can judge on themselves, but they got plenty of video <laughs> out there to watch. Yeah. Of and it's still cool. Even the old videos you posted on the Simon C and E channel. Oh, I know. Go back and watch those to see where you come from, where you're at now, and then to have all the blanks filled in in between. It's probably a selfish reason. Um, and it's. I posted that video with Grandpa at the mine site. Yeah. You know, I heard that story my whole life, and I got it just in the nick of time where he completely was unable to film that. But um, I'm very, very thankful. I got a podcast with Grandpa before he got too far going. That's that's documentation. For yeah, me. documentation. You know what I mean? I, wouldn't you love to have all the videos of your dad and what they did back in the day with oh, Monkey yeah. and Greg and Man, Herman. I grew up. My uncles. And my old man, and all them characters, all them colorful characters. How you so won't believe the stories. <laughs> so I'm surprised we're even here. I know. But, you know, my thought is, even if you just did a video every other week or one video a month, and all you did was walk around the mill and say what changed and how you got to where you're at and who's come, who's gone, what the plan is, and need to do I would, something. Like that. I would have to dig, but I think seventh grade class we had to do a video really and i oh, think i've like got a vhs tape of the sawmill did you record this? i recorded a video like seventh grade and that, where that vhs tape is you gotta dig i don't know where yeah. it's you didn't at. Get that yeah. Yeah. but i wouldn't talk in it wade done most of the talk oh imagine that i, I did Yes. I don't even remember this, yes. damn it. So we done it together? Yes. That, yes. That was our first YouTube. That was you our first YouTube. First YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> my first YouTube video is recorded Ned, and I've yet to post it on my channel yet. <laughs> the first video he ever posted, he didn't say a word. Did you ever see this first video? Mine was the same way. He got he put his camera up on the front of his side by side. He got off, shoved a green bin over, picked his camera up, drove off. That's all. <laughs> I think my first five videos, there's no. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think yeah. it's about five or six i finally come on here and i said well my wife says i need to start talking in this <laughs> yeah i still think i hated it i shut up yeah. <laughs> man i want to go back and see them first midges <laughs> if i found a vhs tape where who's even got a vhs player to even play uh, well, i got one yet <laughs> I can't I can't it's got a hand crank on the side <laughs> <laughs> 
Scott the, the Flywheel, you Look at the big old screen we got out here. We got a seventh grade documentary. Well borrow some of Mikey's propane here to run it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys are laughing. We're not sitting here in the dark, are we? <laughs> nope. Yeah. nope. Oh, God. God. I'm just worried about my pigs. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Wade. I like everybody watching. We do, yeah, we, we do miss you. you. We do. So, yeah. You gotta do what's I miss best. everybody. You gotta do what's best for Wade and your family, yep. though. Yeah. You can't Man, live. I've been such a good dad lately. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here with Calvin this morning. He was trying to get me to do something. I'm sitting here staring at that computer, and I'm like, I ain't gonna do nothing. But you know you, what I mean? You know, but I said, that, I said, but your kids are this, So you know your dad is. So if I start this, I can't be the man that I've been all summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, and I love the time I spent my kids. Yeah. Which that's that's that's, that's priority too. Yeah. I can't. So I, I gotta find a way to and mom's like, everything you do, you have to do she said when you drank, you drank all of it. <laughs> she said, she ain't when you work, you work all the time. She said, Well you, you just don't do all of it. Just do yeah. it in you that know balance is hard. Moderation. That balance is hard. That balance is hard. I it think really that's is. one place I may have you beat a little bit as I can regulate a little better. Oh, and that's one I know everybody calls me the history channel, but that's a big key to yeah. helping me regulate and but, not get burnt out and spend time with the kids and Blackie made a comeback. Yeah. Longer way to make oh, come back one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Things are finally leveling out. Yeah, I just hate Finally to see you document your life for so long and everything you did. Yeah, you're gonna wish you I had appreciate it. That's the, it's just a, do it. Don't do it for them. Do it for yourself. Even, yeah, if, you don't, even if you don't post the damn videos, just put them unlisted and leave them up there. Something pretty boring. Oh, I'm 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 not so backward. I wouldn't. You know, I'm, once it starts, you know. Yeah, but I I would not <laughs> go. I mean, me I would not go I'm in. There's Jason works a lot. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, buddy. I don't want to say Pacific. You guys know you've been live the whole time. Hey, can you hear us? <laughs> yeah. We're, Hi, Bubba. we're recording a podcast with Wade. Uh oh, boy. You're live. I'm live? Well, you're, we're live recording. We're not live on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting. Like well, we're glad our original, our original host was able to make an appearance here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me, uh, let me give you a call back here in about 10. Yeah, that's fine. All right, see you. But no, that's he's a damn sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Thank all the in, 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 all the stuff that he's influenced. Oh yeah. Well, that, know, we, that's I, what we've I, talked I, about previous on these podcasts. That's one of the best things about YouTube's people you meet. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships, opportunities. Um, and to me, the the job, you're, what we do all day, is so daggone demanding. It was like it was their only. You no, know, other than your family, it's the only time you get to I don't, be a kid again. I don't think people yeah. realize, I mean, I always see the people who yeah. do it realize, but the people who don't do it realize how time extensive being yes. self-employed is. Um, well, that's your lifestyle, that's your It's your a lifestyle, that's exactly it. right, yeah. it's a lifestyle. I it's mean, a, I'm... You know, you know, a little bit different. I'm, I'm farming, you know, I've got Mother Nature pushing me out the window all the time. Well, you don't know when you're going to blow a speed sensor and make a four-hour round trip at 7 o'clock on Friday. I know. The only type of people that talks about work-life balance is people that don't have a company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work-life balance, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's wide open work and, and until you lay down the bed is not for everybody. No, I mean, it's no. a mindset. It's, and in the school system, 
and your and your generation before you raises you in a certain way to where you're either you either you either can mentally get into that mindset or it's totally you know well you don't get you know like if you figure if you compare like what you make on the hour compared to like a good person that works at a good oh, factory work you're like you're like well, why would you even do that it's like well what's your we, I, that's great. You made forty-five bucks an hour. I'm proud of you. Is that scalable? <laughs> great. I'm proud of your forty-five dollars an hour. Can you scale it? Uh, no. I can maybe make forty-six dollars an hour. Well, that's good. Go make forty-six. Yeah. And then and then and then, and, 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 and they're gonna pay you like that. And they got the baseball bat driving you out the door before you get too much time and a half cranked up. Mm. Well, you know what other, I mean. So there's all but, them regulating. You know, but 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 like to to. It's like when Dorothy went to Withers of Oz, when you when you seen the light, then you're gonna see all the light. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but to, but to counter your some argument, some people's made for black and white. Some people's made to counter for your it. argument. Those people that work those record jobs. I don't want to sound like I'm downgrading anybody's or anything. No, I, I don't mean it like that. But the, I but, didn't mean it like that. You don't. You know where the ceiling's at. They also know where the floor's at. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there is. We're the one. Floor. We're one issue away from losing our ass. You exactly. Know I mean? yep. it's, it's all. So they they also got the safety net, and we also which we don't have a safety net, but we also don't have a ceiling. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Have a ceiling, yeah. And there's a lot of variables. Yes. Weather. Lots of variables. Um, well, they're probably being the biggest one. There's a well, lot, lot of equipment. Mm -hmm. yeah, and people. And he's a self-employed self hobbyist. Liability, people, yeah. insurance. Well, we're all the same way. If you got people working Energy for you, costs. You feel like they're part of your family. You feel like you're responsible for making sure their family. Uh, yeah, and you better be, mm -hmm. or you ain't packing the gear to do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. If you got a guy working for you and you don't feel like that's your kid, and you ain't, that ain't, your, yeah. that ain't your kid or your brother or your whatever, mm -hmm. Always call it like a brotherhood, you know. If his old lady's mad at him and they're, you know, well, he got it out. Well, well did you talk to her? Well, what? Why? Why did you? Are you being an asshole? You know, what? what are, is she out of line? Well, you know, and you're like, what? What am I doing? I got work to do. You know? No, that's that's your your people is the most important asset you have. If you ain't taking care of them and it ain't in the back of your mind, I must take care of these people because they are my people. You know, then you ain't got the gear to do it to start with. Well, if you ain't taking care of them, they're not going to take care of you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. exactly. Yeah. Employee side of it. So you ain't going to have nothing. And as know. an, we're getting way off base here, but as an employer, you need to share with them how important they are to being part of the team yeah, and how exactly. they're, yeah. how much they put into it, they will get out of it. But sometimes that gets tricky too, because I can't, I can't tell you. If, we don't get paid Friday, we're out of the fucking job. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. that might be the reality of it, but it's my job to figure that out and worry about it not hitting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And me coming out there and getting mad at him, putting a whole bunch of pressure on him, him screwing something up, it may get us past next Friday, but yeah. then we got another problem. You know what I mean? And, yep. and every business has been in that scenario. You yep. know, I'm sure you've been one truckload of grain away from being belly up. You've been one little logs away from being belly yeah, up. It's been close. And I've been. But then you turn around, my golly, my mom and my sister, whew, they can pull off things, I don't know what, I was like, 
How did you do that? My wife spent like six. We ran. Remember that Cadillac we had? We bought a used Cadillac just because oh, yes. I wanted my wife to think she didn't marry a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so we, bought, we bought a used that's Cadillac. That's like the, like the worst. That's right there. That's like the worst thing you could buy is a used Cadillac. I mean, they are no, jalopies. <laughs> they do not age well. Your father-in-law still drives one. <laughs> so we get this used Cadillac, and I. I was like, we saved enough money on this used Cadillac, I'll put you a new motor in the damn thing. <laughs> so the motor messed up, I put a new one in. Transmission messed up, I put a new one in. So there you go, you got you a new car, I gave it to you. Well, and then the company ran her for six years running checks from Peter to Paul. That burnt the roads down that Cadillac. My wife burnt the roads down that Cadillac for six years. He picked her up in a Super B and then gave her a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pretty much see she's pretty much got it made. She's got her like Sarah wants to say. Maybe you know. we didn't have a podcast with Ann. <laughs> see, how, see how much she's got it made. <laughs> yeah, I'd like I got a feeling she may have yeah. a different take on this. She thinks I'm arrogant and I think she's lucky to have it. <laughs> <laughs> The old uh, Super B. But that says a lot. I mean, six years to wear a Cadillac out, yeah. just taking a check from Peter and going and giving it to Paul because you yeah. can't. Basically, you can't and what it. you're trying to say was that was you're running the roads, keep your head above water. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean? Logging jobs we started on Friday. Why aren't we doing it on Wednesday or Thursday? Mm -mm. We're starting Friday. Well, it's going to rain Sunday. We'll log in the rain. Because <laughs> so, the check, you. You, you, you get the landowner to check on Friday, and you make damn sure you're sawing white oak on Monday morning, and that thing gets trucked out Monday afternoon. Before he <laughs> you gets to the bank to cash it. damn check it. down for six years. <laughs> but the never give up attitude, look where you're at now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now so That's what I was going to say. Now she's driving a different car. To me, the worst... <laughs> to me, the worst words to tell a self-employed guy is to tell him he can't do it. Oh, Yeah. yeah. You know, that's just fuel for me. Is somebody tell me you can't do it, and I'm just... That's also yeah. cost me a lot of money. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, you need to know to pick yeah. your battles. Yeah. Just because yeah. you can do it, don't mean it's worth it. But I know what you're saying yeah. 100%. So, well, Wayne, we better wrap this one up. Thank, taking, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you coming down, kind of really explaining where you're at. Even if you don't post on the channel, you have to come back to us on the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll try to get something you rolling. Made, uh, you made a little appearance in my video here a while back. I had Blackie going. Down Derby Market. <laughs> yeah. And by, it wasn't finished yet, but it was going. Then uh, I think you got posted today on Lord Muck's channel. He sent me that link, and man, I was blown away. Yeah. Lord Muck, if you hear this or anything, anyway, man, to be Lord Muck's supposed to be coming over. I think he's going to join us on the He's podcast. the sweetest daggone yeah, person. Do we need to get Officer Hoover to inspect Blackie now that it's all put together? Or ready, ready <laughs> for inspection? Or? I don't know if he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Hoover's probably never inspected a truck as nice as Black. See, I told Larry the other day, he's got this Kenworth, this W900 stretched out job, and I told him, this is like him cigarette laws. You, you ain't allowed to get within eight feet of my show truck. That's what I've been <laughs> We'll wrap it up on that. We'll wrap it up on that note. Guys, thanks for listening. Wayne, thanks for coming. Yeah, sorry. Captain Cleveland, thanks for being best guest uh guest uh, host. Sure, man. And uh surprise, surprise, yes, he's on the next podcast. I, I don't know. Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh, peace out everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.